Hello and welcome to the Next in Line podcast where we are helping to prepare you for whatever is next in line. As always, I am your host, Chance Pitts, and I would like to thank you for tuning into this episode. Guys and gals, welcome into another episode of the Next in Line podcast. I'm very excited you decided to stop in and give us a listen, give us an opportunity to get you motivated. Now guys, we had a crazy busy week last week, um, and this one's not going to slow down any it seems like, so we'll talk about all those cool things we have going on currently right after we take care of the housekeeping. Guys, if you receive value from this episode or any other episode of the Next in Line podcast, we would ask that you share the show with like-minded individuals who could receive the same kind of value. That's the number one way for us to grow and to reach a larger audience. And when we reach a larger audience, guys, we're able to help more people. That's the number one goal here, just to help as many people as possible. Now, another way you can do that, guys, is by interacting with us on whatever platform you find yourself listening on. The big three, obviously, are Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. What that interaction looks like, guys, is... Liking, commenting, subscribing, leaving us a rating or review if possible. Um, all of those things are going to push up a little, push us up a little bit higher in the search results when people look for personal development and self-help type shows. Now, guys, you can also keep up with the cool stuff we have going on, including the 100-mile ultramarathon my dad's going to be taking on that we will be crewing and pacing for over in Huntsville. That's the Rocky Raccoon 100 uh, by following us on social media that's at next in line development on facebook instagram and tiktok there's a lot more daily content so you don't have to wait for monday to come around to hear from us um, and we're always open to helping out and seeing what we can do to further the process of your development through the dms guys if you have questions shoot us a question comments concerns think there's something we can do a little bit better let me know i am always open to constructive criticism as well um, and always happy to hear from you so don't forget that's at Next in Line Development on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Now, guys, getting into some announcements. Um, we are 14 days into 75 Hard, and it's been a blast um, up to this point. We've got a great group of people that have been doing with us, um, and everybody seems to be still on board, moving in a positive direction. And we've all faced our fair share of challenges, but it's been really, really solid. It's actually been really fun mixing in my ultra running schedule and training plan into that as well. Um, for instance, today started it off with a 10 mile run. Um, and then leading into the evening after a cold plunge did a hour long ab workout, um, that was preceded by a one-mile walk with my wife. Uh, I'm currently reading David Goggins' new book, Never Finished. I'm listening to him tell stories about Leadville and Moab, um, and it's just awesome to hear, and I highly recommend that book to anybody that is looking for personal development type books as well, something to get you motivated. Um, along with that, guys, this past weekend we were able to go out um, and participate in the CF Tower Climb that benefited the uh, Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. And I have a coworker that uh, their son is diagnosed with CF and deals with that and fights that every single day. Um, so it was cool to go out there and have an opportunity to show support, uh, to compete, to maybe help raise some awareness and some funds out there. And uh, it's a spectacular event with just a huge impact and huge benefit for those individuals. And it, it was an absolute blast. Um, got a little bit competitive. Uh, what it looks like is you run a mile loop 
around downtown San Antonio, and then you climb the Tower of Americas um, through the stairwell there, and it's about 952 steps high. So it's quite the event. Um, I think I finished just south of 15 minutes, and it was honestly, like I said, an absolute blast. So looking for more opportunities like that to uh, get involved and help out where we can and just to enjoy the style of competitiveness that is involved with those awesome fundraising and charity type events. Now, guys, one of the biggest announcements, um, I'm super excited for him. My dad is running the Rocky Raccoon 100 in Huntsville this coming weekend on February 4th. We're going to get out there on Friday evening. Um, We have a huge crew and a huge group of great people that are going to be out there supporting him um, and surrounding him with positivity as he works to segue into the next distance that is uh, ultra distance running for him. He has done a 50 miler up to this point. He's going to be doubling that distance and taking on the 100. We're stoked. Uh, I have all the confidence in the world in him. I'm really happy uh, with the training schedule that he's filled me in on, what he's been able to accomplish. I'm super proud that he's wanting to take this on. Um, And with that, guys, be looking for a podcast to drop probably first thing Saturday morning um, as we're going to meet as a team, a crew, uh, and with the competitor, obviously, Mr. Billy Pitts on Friday night and do a little bit of a podcast to drop to y'all just to talk about the pre-race strategies, where his head's at, what's going through his mind, um, and all that cool stuff. And then we'll probably follow up at some point with a post-race interview um, just to kind of talk about that. I know y'all are interested in the mindset and some of the, uh, I don't, some of the approach you have to have, if you will, to deciding to go run a hundred miles. So, We will definitely get that all narrowed down, and we'll talk about that, but definitely looking forward to that. Now, guys, if you listened to the last episode that we dropped, um, we discussed very briefly that my wife and I are expecting a new child in July. So we are stoked about that and very, very excited, and honestly, there's so much to do and so much craziness surrounding it, but... Another thing that has come with that announcement is all kinds of words of wisdom or advice or whatever have you uh, that people kind of come out and and put out in front of you into the world, whether that be a good thing or a bad thing. And a few of these examples, just to give you some of what we've heard so far, is make sure you sleep now, because obviously it's going to be much harder to sleep through the night when the baby comes. Another one would be this will be the most rewarding thing you've ever done in your life. And I firmly believe that. I think this is going to be something that is extremely rewarding and has a sense of pride around it and a sense of accomplishment that is going to surpass anything that I I know I've done up until this point. And I'm sure my wife feels the same way. Next guys on that list is all that running and working out is about to be gone. So everybody thinks that with the time coming and the uh, the changes in scheduling and being tired all the time, that the working out and the fitness side of things is just going to crash and burn. Next, guys, I heard somebody say, don't lose yourself or the sense of yourself in the process of raising the child. And that one I really like because, you know, people often let their entire identity be associated with one thing or what they have in front of them. And it's important to in my opinion, remember that you are an individual with needs and desires and goals as well. Next, guys, I heard from some people that get ready to eat 
terrible all the time. Get ready for that dad bod. And I was told that I need to prepare to put on all the sympathy weight in the world for the wife as she's uh, growing a human inside of her and for the baby as it starts to grow. And that's something I feel like is thoroughly within my control. And I don't know. That one kind of frustrated me just a little bit. Next, guys. I got another one that lies along the same lines as the last positive one, which was make sure you make time for yourself, which seems very important. And it's something I'm going to still try to do, obviously, with this crazy race schedule I have for a 225 mile ultra marathon in October, a few months after our child is set to be born. Next, guys, I received the advice or words of once the baby comes, you'll never be able to travel again. And the adverse to that is I received this advice from somebody very close to me. You can still go the places that you want to go. Things will just be a little bit different. So kind of conflicting messages there with the travel and the ability to get around still. And lastly, guys, one of the comments I heard is get ready to be broke all the time, which is kind of subject to habits and choices and all that good stuff. So we won't get into all that just yet, but The reason I listed out all these pieces of advice that I've gotten since announcing that I'm going to become a father and all these words of somewhat wisdom, whether they're positive or negative, is because it brings up another very important thought in my head. And it's something that I've covered before on here, but I wanted to try a little bit of a different approach to it. You see, no matter what is going on, maybe it's not having a child for you, but No matter what's going on in your life, there's some kind of big change in your future. There's some kind of looming problem or opportunity even that is kind of scary in some ways. It's a big deal and it's a, it's got the potential to change your entire life, uh, depending on the decisions you make and how things work out. And All of us have those things, guys. Sometimes it's buying a new home. Sometimes it's a career change. Sometimes it's filing for bankruptcy. I mean, sometimes it's, it is having a kid or, or maybe losing a loved one and whatever these things are, it always seems like somebody along the way is going to do their very best to give you these very words of wisdom or this little bit of advice here or there to try to either push you a certain direction or have some sort of influence upon what your choices are whenever you decide to start this new journey or take on this big problem in your life. And, you know, guys, I think that it's very, very easy to find yourself amongst a lot of people who, like some of these comments, put a very, very positive message out. They try to influence you in the best way possible, but it's also very easy to find yourself with some of these negative comments with people who either have regrets or people who want you to be associated with them in some way. They want you to have that little bit of suffering like they've got so that they're not alone in the process. And it gets kind of hard, especially when those lines are blurred because you care about a person and maybe they don't have the most valuable opinion, but You care about their opinion overall because they're important to you. So what I did today, I sat down and I looked, did some research and really dove into the topic of what makes good advice. And more specifically, guys, 
with all this crazy stuff going on, all these changes in the world that we're all experiencing and all these problems we're battling and opportunities we're making our way through right now, what constitutes good advice? How do you tell if somebody has your best interests in mind whenever they're trying to put out some kind of words of wisdom or advice or whatever you want to call it, a phrase just in front of you whenever you're dealing with these big, big things in your life? So I came up with a list based on some of that research and based on some of the things that I do every single day in life when listening to people, whether it's a huge life-changing event like having a baby or whether it's just something small like how to approach a customer at work, how to, I don't know, do the maintenance on a truck. I mean, there's so many different applicable situations right there. And I wanted to share this short list of five things that you should keep in mind and questions that you should ask yourself whenever people come to you with these positive or negative words of advice. So guys, starting that list off at number one, the first thing that you need to do is you need to figure out, does this individual genuinely have an interest in seeing you successful? Now, along with that, guys, You've got to evaluate the person's situation. You've got to evaluate and try to figure out, and sometimes it's really hard, what exactly they want from this situation. Are you a single person? Or I'm sorry, are you in a relationship getting advice from a single person? And they also want you to be single so that they have somebody to kind of have a little bit of a negative situation with, can feel their pain, if you will. Or maybe they want you to hang out with them more or be more free and open and not have the distraction of a significant other. So you need to be careful about the advice that you get from that person who might have other needs, who might have other ideas of why you should be more like them or why you should follow the words that they say to you. Now, on the same side, guys, is there somebody that truly genuinely cares about you? Is there someone who wants the best for you no matter what their situation is? They have to have a gen- genuine interest in your success, guys, is what I'm saying. It has to be somebody that's vested in seeing you accomplish the goals that you set for yourself every single day. Now, guys, besides having someone be genuinely interested in your success, number two would be, does this person have applicable experience in the area that you are working in. Now, I will give you a prime example of that. Today, I was out on my 10-mile run, and I was about three miles into said run whenever I got a phone call from my cousin, Michael Ruiz, the one that just ran the Houston Marathon, and he's having some issues on his recovery and getting back into running, and he found that he's got some pain in his arches that just won't go away right now. And Obviously, having just run the marathon, pushing his body to a limit he's never been there before, rest and recovery and time off is going to be one of the biggest things for him. But there's also some other methods of recovery for that that I've utilized to deal with the same injury or nagging pain as I've worked through the process of my ultra running career as well. Now, I'm not the most seasoned person in the world, but Michael knew he could reach out to me to tap into my experience because I constantly push my body to the extremes. I've ran four ultras in the last year and a marathon as well, along with countless runs that are anywhere from 15 to 25 miles uh, in the form of training runs as well. So 
I've been there. I've done that in the regards to the foot arch and knee pain injury and the hip injuries and all those crazy things that he's experiencing for the first time. So he saw that I had applicable experience in that area. Now, there's other people, like there's a guy at work that I work with in the uh, construction industry. He's on the safety side of things, and he's looking to get into bodybuilding. And he started asking me some questions one day about bodybuilding, which I do not know anything about, to be honest with you. I know the bare minimum about how to gain muscle, how to make sure you're in a caloric surplus whenever you're trying to bulk, um, how to cut without losing a ton of muscle. I know some ins and outs and some small details of it, but the true intricacies of it are things that escape me. However, I've got a great friend that's going through the process right now, Mr. Lane Divin, that I deferred him to because I knew that he needed somebody with applicable experience to be able to work with him in that specific area. And that's an approach that you should use and a question you should ask yourself, like I said, whenever you're looking at receiving advice from someone. Do they have that specific experience in that area? And if they don't, who could I go to that would be more help in this spot? Now, guys, after that, number three on this list is, are they open and willing to give unbiased advice? Now, unbiased is a tough situation because it follows that constructive criticism kind of line. Unbiased advice can sometimes hurt your feelings just a little bit. It can be something that doesn't necessarily make you feel good. But along with that, guys, it could be something that helps you become more successful because they're not going to try to sugarcoat things. They're going to try to put things exactly into perspective. They're also not going to give you advice based on trying to get you to sway one way to the left or one way to the right. Maybe if somebody came to me with that question of, you know, I really want to try to be a bodybuilder and I tried to talk them into being an ultra runner, that would be an example of biased advice, guys. It's not always the thing that suits everybody. So that person has to discern what exactly you're trying to do, and they're going to apply that genuine desire for you to be successful. They're going to apply that applicable experience to help you accomplish what you want to accomplish, not necessarily what's in their best interest. And that's where that unbiased advice is something that really, really comes in handy. So guys, number four, are they actually setting and achieving goals for themselves? You see, there's also the point of, have they done it in the past? A lot of people get to a point where they get comfortable and a lot of people stop advancing at some point in their lives. And that's okay to an extent as well. Whenever your time comes that you have many of the things that you want and you're not actively working towards the same goals. You might have once been this phenomenal runner or this phenomenal bodybuilder or phenomenal finance guru, and now you're doing more of the coaching side of things. You're not necessarily acting in those things. You've decided to stop running because you have joint issues. You decided to stop lifting because it doesn't fit your health agenda now that you're trying to do in your life and where you're at in your life. But if somebody has the valuable experience and they're working towards it, that kind of moves away from this setting goals and actively doing it. However, if you're looking at somebody who is young and able-bodied, if you're looking at somebody who is perfectly capable of being successful and they're choosing not to, however, they are deciding to give advice in that region, 
I would say that that is not a great person to listen to in the form of advice. There has to be a reason as to why they're not doing it if you are going to continue to let, listen to that person. Because the truth is the only great way to have this experience that we talked about is to actively be working to achieve success in that. Now, if I go to a financial advisor and I find out that person is living out of their car, recently filed for bankruptcy, and has all kinds of personal financial issues because they can't control their spending, I would be upset with that situation. I would want the guy that has the nice house, the nice car, the retirement fund set up, has investments going that are actively making him money. That's what I'm looking for. And that's what I mean by this, guys. Or somebody that has already found the situation where their goose is cooked, if you will, and They've achieved all these great things and they're living off of that money now and they're not actively having to pursue and build this huge amount of uh, wealth and take risks along the way. That's still somebody who has set goals and accomplished things and somebody that you can actively gain from listening to. Now, next guys, number five on this list. And this one I find to be very important because I'd like my advice to come from a place of positivity. I want it to come from a constructive place, even that criticism, constructive criticism. I want it to be something that moves me and the people around me in a positive way in association with our goals. So number five, guys, does this person have a positive disposition? Are they thinking that they are able to help you accomplish something? Are they truly the kind of person that's going to push you forward and help you excel and find growth as you work towards your goals? That's something that's very, very important to me. I want the kind of person that's going to not only tell me how to do it, but believe that I can actually accomplish it. And that's in so many different spots that we see that, guys. It, it's so valuable to have somebody like, for example, in your career that not only can tell you how to win, how to do better, how to be a better manager, how to make more sales, but then puts it on you and puts a goal with you to go do it because they believe in you and they want to push you forward and they want to excel with you and find that genuine interest in your success. They have the experience and they know you can do it. They're giving you the unbiased opinion so that you can go out there and achieve this thing. And then guys, they're actively setting goals for themselves. And maybe some of those includes you if it's work, but they are the kind of people that are going to have this positive disposition on all of these things that we listed, these four items. If it's a running coach or if it's a powerlifting coach, they're going to be the kind of person that starts to look for reasons of how you can do it, not why you can't accomplish the thing that you're looking to accomplish. And guys, that's really the five things that I like whenever I consider the advice that somebody is giving me. If we look back at some of those things that were said early on, guys, there is a lot of negativity. There's a lot of the, well, all that running and working out that you had on your plans are not going to be able to be accomplished. I even heard whenever I told somebody about the 225 mile ultra marathon I'm signing up for in October that, yeah, there's, there's no way you're going to be able to do that. Your running schedule is going to be all jacked up. All your spare time is going to be at the house with your wife and the baby, da, 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 all this crazy stuff. And you know what? This is episode 91. I'm going to bookmark that right now. If we have to go back and this doesn't age well, then I will eat my words. I will apologize. I will admit that I was wrong. But guys, I believe that a lot of these situations are exactly what we make them to be. Our standards 
that we live by control the outcome of our situations. If we let ourselves eat like crap and gain the dad bod, then we're going to do so. If we control our diets and we're disciplined about it and we're organized and plan ahead of time, we'll be able to accomplish the things that we want to accomplish and stay on track. With my running schedule, if I plan ahead and find the times that work best for me to be on runs, if I put them in my lunch breaks, if I get up way early or stay up way late and accomplish those runs, I might be tired. It might be a situation where I wish I would have slept more now, like somebody said to me, but it's still something that I can accomplish, guys. It's still something that you can set your goal on, you can set your mind on, and you can accomplish these things. And guys, like I said, when you're looking to achieve this success and you're looking to take advice from the mentors and the people around you, utilize these five tools and make sure that you find the best way for you to be successful and the best mentors that are going to help you accomplish that success. Guys, thank you so much for sitting through another episode with me. I'm super excited to drop the podcast this coming week uh, with the race preview. Be looking for it on Saturday morning. Of course, we will have an episode on Monday as well to drop for you. We'll sit down with my dad, Billy Pitts, sometime after that to do a race review and recap just to see what happened um, and how his mindset changed throughout the race. But guys, that's all I've got for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you share the show. Give us a follow on social media to keep up with that race and always be prepared for whatever is next in line.